welcome to sliding into my DMs. <laughs> you guys love it. <laughs> um, how's it going? I, I, we've grown. So um, I need to make some introductions. So, so you guys know Mr. Rogers. Hey. He joined us uh, last week. I also have um, Preston and Tori. Sorry, Tori, I didn't ask if you wanted a pseudonym. Do you want a pseudonym? I guess Tori is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these are uh, some of the some of the people that I that I play with regularly, and all of them take turns being a DM. Um, I'm kind of the holdout <laughs> who refuses to selfishly, selflessly give up my time and energy and talents for um, the rest of you. So, sorry. Now that you put it that way. About. about. <laughs> um, so anyway, happy to have you guys. Thanks for joining us today. I'm super excited to to do our uh, our our episode number two. Yeah. Of uh, this particular little experiment that we've been doing. Last week, <clears throat> Mr. Rogers and I uh, had a great little chat about kind of optimizing and, you know, does it ruin the game and how do you kind of deal with a player like me at your table, <laughs> um, which I think was good. And then also talked about the whole kind of the rules lawyery question was... You know, right. about um, Shadow Blade and your offhand attacks, and can you booming blade with an offhand short sword and still get two attacks as per the Blade Singer and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's led to some good conversation. Thank you. Keep it going. Um, today, uh, I, I wanted to talk about a couple of things with you guys and kind of get your take on um, question number one. Uh, I wanted to get sort of your general thoughts, feelings about Tasha's Cauldron of Everything and just kind of a general take. I, I didn't actually spend a lot of time in, in any of my episodes so far giving going into too much detail on sort of my general take on the book. Um, I've, sure. I've sort of talked about specific aspects of it as I've, as I've talked about the builds that I've done and like, hey, there's this new feature in Tasha's and blah, 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 and this is how it affects the build. Didn't spend a lot of time kind of with a general overview, so I thought maybe that would be good. So cool. what do you guys think? Uh, good, bad, ugly? What do you like? What don't you like? What are your favorite parts? What are your least favorite parts? Mr. Rogers, why don't you start us off? Okay. Uh, I overall like it. I think it's great. It's probably the best book they put out since Xanathar, I think. Really? It's got a lot of good stuff. Um, <laughs> I really like Custom Lineage, I think is cool. Uh, and I like all the... You're just throwing me a softball with that one. That's, that's going to be my next question. Eh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> but it is really cool. Um, and then there's a lot of cool subclasses. And I'm actually playing the Psy Fighter, or the Psy Warrior from, mm -hmm. from Tasha's. Yep. And it's a lot of fun. So A new campaign we just started last week. Yeah. That, that Preston's running for us. So it's, it's cool. I like all the subclasses. It seems to have also helped fix the Beastmaster. Which is cool. So thank you for that yes. second softball. <laughs> Have you watched the episode that I put out this week on the Beastmaster? It no. is way better. Not yet. If you <laughs> Not yet. I'll have it, to watch it. it. It's way better. Yeah. So that, that's my thoughts. I, overall, I like it. I don't think there's anything bad in there. I think it's 
pretty good overall. Okay. What about you guys? I'd say it's it's well written. I, I think a lot of my feedback is, echoes kind of what he's talking about because okay. in uh, one of my other campaigns, there there you've heard me talk about um, that a few times where I wanted to try and help one of the beastmasters that are in that particular game um, because they're just that rules is written in uh, kind of just 5e in general I feel like it's a very underserviced subclass yeah. and so um, it, but it has so much cool and fun kind of potential that um, I, I'm, I've, I've enjoyed that um, some of the new added spells the magic items um, I thought was a great kind of addition to the to the already like diverse kind of yeah. amount of stuff that's in there so um, admittedly, I haven't gone into depth on a couple of the other subclasses and stuff that I'd like to get into, but so far, from what I've read, I've I've been very impressed. And I've uh, Xanathar's was a really exciting one. Um, I like Mordekainen's Tome of Foes or whatever. I, if I say the name right, um, I I think this is great. You know, it's not just a module. It's like, hey, any module. If you're running a homebrew, if you're running any of that other kind of stuff, that you can pull from it and be able to kind of drive inspiration. So yeah. What about you, Tori? Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go first next time. No, no, no. Same no. <laughs> Ditto. What about, um, I mean, you say magic items. Are, are there any sort of standouts that you can think of or like new spells, favorite subclasses? Um, none that come to mind for that, for at least that, that are just like top of mind. I just remember kind of going, going through them and kind of seeing that they were broadening their horizons. The one thing that I had felt like that was really difficult for me to, to chew on with just uh, 5e just in general is there was a lot of items that were just kind of like they were there and they were there for flavor, but they yeah. didn't really... They didn't bring anything to the table for the player. It was just like, oh yeah, I've got this wand of I don't know, using just something out of the abstract. Like I'm gonna want the chickens. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> whatever. <Yeah. laughs> so, so just those kind of things. I think that um, just kind of making it so that you don't have to, as a DM, I don't, you don't have to sit down and like craft a brand new item off the cuff and have it be completely balanced out of the out of the gate and just being able to have more resources to pull from yeah, so yeah. and i'm finding more and more even in the the original item set that i had no idea even existed so <laughs> it's just like as you continue to go down that list it's like oh cool yeah yeah i thought magic tattoos was pretty cool the tattoos yeah. they're sweet i i actually used one for this Psy warrior campaign we're talking about and it's it's pretty cool there's a lot of it adds a lot of flavor, kind mm -hmm. of changes the way you can play your character. It's uh, yeah, they're fun. I feel like I I want to like the tattoos more than I actually do. Like I love <laughs> the concept of them. Yeah. yeah, thematically super cool. Like I have this magic tattoo that lets me do cool stuff. But <clears throat> of course, like being the guy that's always thinking about the numbers, like oh, yeah. <laughs> there aren't really any, with maybe an exception or two, that are like. I just want something to give me like plus two to my charisma, you know what I mean? Or like th that makes me hit harder or more frequently and or raises my armor class or gives me more hit points or whatever. And and there's not a lot of that in the sure. tattoos. I feel like it's mostly like yeah. um, makes you stealthier or you can like communicate telepathically with somebody or you can like absorb damage or, you know, all these different things, which which are cool. But yeah, again, like. For me, my favorite things are the new, um, 
the new like magic items that are that are caster specific, like mm-hmm. like class specific caster yeah. items, for that very reason, because a lot of them will give you a plus two to your spell to hit and right. uh, and a plus two to your difficulty check um, for enemies to resist, you know, your spell effects or whatever. And I like I eat that up, right? And, <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, finally, because. Because forever, <clears throat> martial classes, I think, in, in D&D have this advantage of, like, their gear, it feels to me like the gear that you can get as, like, a martial class maybe scales better for you, for right, sure. in the I game where you get a magic weapon that lets you hit more often and hit harder, um, or, you know, things mm-hmm. like that, and you don't see a lot of that outside, in, for, for casters, you don't see a lot of that outside of um, this raises your caster stat. Right. Right. Okay. Sorry. The we had a, a little technical difficulty there. I was just saying. Um, but now, you know, the caster classes also get like a cool, some cool magic item options that will you know buff their ability to hit and or the damage that they do or at least you know, the the likelihood that, that decreases right. the likelihood that their enemies will resist their spells, things like that right. that, you, that you didn't really see much of before, right? Yeah. That always feels pretty bad when you as a DM and as a player, when you see someone like they invest a whole lot, they they're ready, they cast the spell and then it just fizzles every time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So when that lands a lot more frequently, it's way cool. And That's and in my mind, these magic items way better than, you know, your wand of X that you know, lets you cast another spell more yeah. often, or you know, has a number of charges a day. Those things can be cool too. But yeah. like, I want something that takes what I'm already doing, what I'm already good at, and just makes it a little bit better. Sure. And I feel like casters get that now, which is cool. Anyway, um, okay. So, anything else anyone wants to say about Tasha's? No, I think you're good. Then we'll move on to question two. Right. Which is the rules lawyery question, and um, as last week, it gets a little technical. So um, let, let me set it up. <laughs> you technical? I know, I know, I know. Shocking. Um, okay, so I've I've been getting a lot of comments on this, and it has to do with custom lineage, right? Okay. So. As per Tasha's, right, there's this new custom lineage option now that says um, you, you don't take one of, the, one of the predefined races, but instead you can kind of do your own thing, create your own lineage. <clears throat> and you're a humanoid. You, you decide whether or not you resemble any of your kin. I think that's an important phrase here. Right. Um, and then, you know, it just, here's your stats. You get plus two to one ability score. You get, you have to choose between dark vision and like a skill proficiency or something like that. Um, you get a free feat. And of course that's huge, right? Um, and so you can choose that instead of elf or dwarf or gnome or whatever. What I've seen other people do and talk about and what I have been doing as I've been updating my all of my previous builds for Tasha's um, is to say okay you can be you can take this custom lineage option and call yourself a custom elf 
essentially. I'm, I'm, I'm not a wood elf, I'm not a high elf, I'm a, I don't know, I'm my own thing, right? Or half elf, let's say. Right. Sure. Maybe I'm a half orc, half I'm elf. I'm a street elf. <laughs> I got cred. And, and thereby I can qualify for the feats that have racial prerequisites. So, as is most often the case for me, and somebody just was making fun of me the other day in the comments saying that I'm addicted to Elven accuracy. It's true. Because um, it's so good, right? So, so that I can thereby qualify for a, a, a feat that has a racial prerequisite, such as Elven accuracy. Or maybe a Dwarven feat. Uh, there's the Dwarven Fortitude one or whatever. Right. Um, Dragonborn stuff. Yeah, you know, Gnome. Uh, halfling or lucky. Halfling lucky. Yeah, yeah lucky. exactly. So, now, I've had a lot of people question this and say, um, I don't think you can do that, right? I don't, I, I don't think you are technically an elf. You are something else. You're your own unique, weird thing. You're a green, blobby... Like, I don't know, it's never been seen before in Faerun, right? You're custom. Um, and, and you're not an elf, or a dwarf, right. as the case may be, or whatever. Um, and, and I've seen it both ways. I actually even tweeted to Jeremy Crawford to see if I could get a response from him. <laughs> so far, shockingly, he has ignored me. Come on, Jason. Um, and I cannot <laughs> find any, any sort of official ruling on this yet by wizards, and, and you know, it may happen at some point. But so... The question is, can you take the custom lineage, call yourself a custom X, and then thereby qualify for the racial prerequisite for certain feats that, that require you to be a certain race? How would, you, how would you rule at your table if I came to you and I, and I pitched you on this? What would you tell me? Um, I would say go for it. All right. I think because... <laughs> <clears throat> For me, I, I think that makes it make the character way more fun. Okay. And I mean, I'm the wrong person to ask about <laughs> rules. <laughs> you all know that. It's okay. <laughs> they police themselves. He's <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds good. You can do that. Sure. Sure, that sounds fun. But <clears throat> I do think that allows for so much more creativity. Um, and I don't, I don't see any problem with that personally. Okay. Yeah. So fun and creativity trump rules lawyer. Yeah. Always. Rule of cool. Always. I need to mute my thing. That's yeah. okay. Um, what about I, you? So I could see Mr. it both Rogers? ways. I could, I definitely can see where they're where they're coming from. Where it's like now you're this custom elf and you're not really an elf. You're just something new, and so you're not an elf. You don't get of an accuracy. But I think you kind of have to look at the what's intended by Wizards mm. of the Coast, right? The, the famous R-A-I versus R-A-W. Right. It's like the, uh, enumerated well, versus expressed. Versus or whatever. as intended. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the yeah. way that I see it is I think what they're trying to do is kind of unshackle race in the game mm-hmm. um, for obvious reasons. Sure. Like I think that just makes sense. It's 2020. Let's, you know, let's jump into, you know. So, I, I, for obvious reasons, I think that makes sense, and I think that's where they're going with it. And to me, I don't see why you would lock any feet behind a racial barrier, per se. Right. So, yeah, you're uh, half-elf, half-orc, but you took elven accuracy. Or maybe, you know, whatever. Maybe right. they'll end up calling elven accuracy. Maybe it'll right. just be called, like, expert marksman or, you know, or something. accuracy. Yeah. 
or or keep it elven accuracy, but but remove the the racial prerequisite and say sure. right. maybe you were trained by elves, right? Grew up with them, it, is it or, is it because their eyes are actually better? Is it because of the is there something training? in the DNA? Is it, is it, or is it yeah. right? That's where the right. And so I think we definitely need Wizards of the Coast to come out and say one way or another. Sure. But I think that's the way that they're going, and so. Yeah. Kind of just leaning into the, I would say, yeah, go for plus it. You know, do what do what you want. And plus, like Tori said, it's awesome. So go for it. But you think that there's room for a, a rules lawyer, yeah, to to say uh, not doesn't qualify rules as written. Sure. Yeah. I mean, always talk to your DM. <clears throat> it's up to your yeah, DM. This is, but that's kind of where that. I feel like as well. I feel like it's 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 uh, heavily dependent on your table. And like if if everyone at the table is uncomfortable with it. Um, but you yourself want to kind of push for it, then obviously you know it's it's a group game. It's not a this is not a, a, a show for me. It's not a show for you. It's like right. everybody's coming together to make a community storytelling. Um, and that being said, if it, I feel like that there's there's a point where you kind of have to have to kind of dis- decide. Like for me, I kind of err on the side of rule of cool as well. Like sure. I, I, I agree with Tori that. That if it's something that um, if I, someone has to model their entire character creation and the way that they want to do something around because they want to get this this one feat to make that whole story work, mm-hmm. like I'm fine with them saying, hey, you know, like maybe I'm a half half elf, half orc. I'm I, and at that point, you know, I was raised. Um, you know, maybe you're you, for whatever reason that's that's where you got that training or sure. you know, like if there's some kind of a logical reason for it, I'm more likely to to accept it. If there's just kind of an arbitrary, hey. I just want to have half lane luck. Like, okay, well, this just makes my character stronger. Why? Like, yeah. <laughs> there would be, for me, that's that's usually kind of the driving force. But but it, you know, rules is written, and it, it I guess looking at each of those, because um, with without elven accuracy and with any of those types of things, if I want to be able to to build my character the way I want, it's the same problem I think with with magic items. A lot of times. If there's no magic shop or there's no magic thing, and this is again controversial, mm-hmm. if there's no way to get access to it and it's just pure RNG, like yes, there's some fun to that, but then there's also that like, oh man, I really wanted this character to have this item, or yeah. I really wanted my character to have this feat, or I wanted to have, yeah. and you know, it, it gives people I think a goal to strive for. Sure. So. Okay. So note to self. When creating character with custom lineage that wants of an accuracy and Preston is DM, come up with a really good backstory. For let, me, let me put why. a cap in. Unless it's Colby, then it's a no. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so, so if it's Critlander, then yes. Holander. <laughs> oh, um, okay. So, so I, I think something you said, Mr. Rogers, that I want to get back to. That I think is interesting. Do you do you do you foresee? And this is pure speculation, obviously. Wizards, because um, Xanthars didn't come out that long ago, right? right? And that's when all of those racial feats came out. So yeah. it hasn't been very long. Do you think that they're gonna kind of pull a one eighty and be like, uh, just like remove all the racial prerequisites from all of those feats that aren't? All that old. I mean, I could see that. <clears throat> I think I think they're just trying to be as inclusive as possible. Yeah. And throwing up barriers and stuff kind of is against what they're going for. So I don't know. It's po- it's entirely possible that they don't, and they just right. say, nope. Custom lineage means you don't get 
the prerequisite. Sure. But yeah. somebody needs to come out and say something because it's a little bit convoluted. Right. Because it's not called custom race. It's called custom lineage. Right. And, I mean, it's comparable as, like, synonyms or whatever, sure. But, like, it's enough of a difference that I think somebody needs to clarify. Sure. I mean, I think, you know, one a counter-argument that, that I've seen people make is, well, look, you're not, like, you're not an elf, right? You, you don't get, when you take custom lineage, you don't get to choose the other elf features of, right. like, being immune to being put to sleep magically. You don't have to sleep at night. You only need, like, four hours of meditation, essentially, to get a long rest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dark vision, resistance to being charmed, whatever, all the other things that elves get, right? Right. right yep. Custom lineage does not give you those. And maybe to take it a step further, <clears throat> I mean, I don't think there's a f- I don't think there's a feat that requires you to be an Arakokra, but just for argument's sake, right? <laughs> I'm a custom Arakokra. Right. Uh, so I can get a free feat, but I just really like Arakokras and they're cool, right? Well, you don't get to fly, do you? Right. No. So, so do you have wings? Fantasy like, chicken. Yeah. Okay, great. So I got <laughs> stunted mute, wings, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I think, again, it's just really for that. They really want to push, like, inclusivity and, like, rule of cool and yeah. create whatever you want to create for your game at your table. As a DM, I think... Why would you? Why would you block it off? I'd be surprised yeah. if they did. If they kind of went against that as well, because it, 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 giving that kind of the increased amount of just the permutations of different you know ways the games can be played, um, and you know play it your way. I feel like that's. Yeah. I agree that it feels like the the direction they're going. Not putting words in their mouth, but um, this seems logical. And because you look at other stuff with. Um, you know, just if we're if we're again if we're going to go really deep into analytics and like looking at stuff, you just look at genetics in general, right? Just because somebody has different traits, like maybe I, I my dad's like the giant ox of a man, and then my mom's this little mousy woman. I'm going to get different traits from both sure. sides of it, and the right. same thing would happen. You know, it, I would imagine in a fantasy setting, you have you know, and, and there's the argument of okay, well maybe certain races just wouldn't be able to procreate like goblin and a, a I don't know a giant or something <laughs> like, yikes we're yeah. huffling in minutes. everybody's yeah, mind somewhere that <laughs> they should not have gone let's just reel that back in but but that's but you know you see what I'm saying like yeah. you, you I feel like that there's there's gonna be some give and take across the board sure. right so yeah. yes. I love that idea though of just like I, I don't know you kind of alluded to this Preston but the the nature versus nurture right like like what? It, what is in your nature because of your actual race versus who you've been brought up by? And I, I do think that, it, to me, it just makes sense that you could have these certain feats based on how you were raised. Right. Yeah, sure. Like I, I, I just even look at like my own personal life. My husband, he um, was raised by his stepdad, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting to see like how he is exactly like his stepdad who is not his biological father, but there's so much alike. Is is he really, really accurate? Yes. Because of the way he was raised. He is. (laughs) Almost like an an elf. I think it it gives you those compelling storytelling moments, too, because if you've got a Goliath that was raised by halflings... Or you've got, that would you know, be like, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. it's it's the elf, you know, like the whole elf story of like where we're. Um, I was gonna call him Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah, the Will Ferrell, the movie elf, the movie elf, where you know he's just <laughs> this giant dude. He's things. running into things. Yes. Like there's a lot of fun elements yeah. that I think yeah. so yeah. yeah. I love that one. And and maybe he picked up 
being extra lucky because maybe. of the way he was raised. Maybe. It doesn't have to do with his, his genetics. Yeah, maybe so. Now, are they elves or are they halfling elves? You know. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, okay, so, you know, hopefully you guys found that interesting, insightful, useful. Obviously, like Mr. Rogers said, at the end of the day, you know, if you have a question about something and you want to make sure that it's okay at your table, talk with your DM about it, clear it with them. But thanks, guys. I really enjoyed that. That was, uh, that was, that was interesting yeah. and, and helpful for me, anyway. It's good to know as, as you continue to build new characters for next campaigns what I can look out for. And yes. <laughs> Just don't watch any of my videos. Okay. Yeah, we'll find all the weaknesses and exploit them. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what I'm going to talk about next week. With one of our different DMs down, like it's like you have my script. So that's a great segue. Stay tuned for next week as we talk about whether or not your DM should be playing the role of trying to counter you as a player. But anyway, thanks everybody. Really appreciate it. Have a fantastic day. Love you, and uh, talk soon.